One out of two Americans thinks their life is worthy of a book. Here's another startling stat. You may be one of the 15% of people who bothered to start your book and one of the 6% that got halfway through it, but your gem of an idea likely died. Or did it? Some published authors are making significant money, so join the ranks of the successful people that finish their books with help from Dorrance Publishing. Call right now and our experienced editors and writers will explain to you what it's going to take to get your book completely written, published, and then taken to market to sell it. It's a free consultation, so call right now. Find out how much time and money it takes to finally get that book idea of yours published. Make your dreams happen. Call Doran's Publishing right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern, Saturday mornings with Jim Valley, 10 in Pacific, 1 Eastern. Sundays with Andrew Zarian. And it is Thursday on this show. Golly, it's hard to believe. Thursday on this show, and you know what that means? We got a lot to talk about here today. Because, in fact, yesterday, last night, New Japan Toto, and uh, a lot happened on that show. A lot happened. And uh, I've watched everything through match seven. I've not watched the top four matches, but I know what happened in everything, so we can talk about that. We'll get your thoughts on the Dome show. I don't know how the last four matches ended up, but, man, I thought the uh, first seven matches, there was a lot of real good stuff on that show. And we had the debut of the former Dolph Ziggler, Nick Nemeth. We had a title change in every single title match on the show. And uh, plenty more, so we'll talk about that here today. Plus more on the return of The Rock to Raw on Monday night. Stardom returning to the United States. We have some interview notes from uh, Britt Baker and Brian Danielson, talking various different things. And uh, some rating notes as well. NXT on, uh, on Tuesday night. And of course... We have the world-famous AEW Dynamite Report. That was a lot of wrestling last night, and I didn't make it through all of it. But uh, Dynamite had the uh, first Adam Cole promo since turning on MJF, the first Samoa Joe promo, and uh, an awesome, awesome match with Takeshita and Darby Allin, which was just so great. So anyway, a lot to get into here today. If you want to text us, 425-780-7566. That is 425-780-7566. F4WOnline at gmail.com. F4WOnline on threads. F4WOnline on Instagram. F4WOnline on Cameo. But at Brian Alvarez on X. Back in a moment with more Observer Live. Attention homeowners, it's not if something's going to break, it's when. That's homeownership. 
If your dryer, your refrigerator, or your AC and heating breaks, that's an expensive call. And who do you call? Make it easy on yourself and call Choice Home Warranty. We've already done the research and have access to 25,000 technicians that can be at your home quickly. We've covered close to 2 million homes in the United States. There's a good chance your neighbors work with us. Call us right now before the next breakdown. We'll tell you everything that's covered in your home and give you the first month free with our ironclad 30-day money-back guarantee. Call now and learn how to get your free month. 800-392-7027. That's 800-392-7027. Limitations and exclusions apply. First month free with purchase of single plan. Visit choicehomewarranty.com for more details. Can your IRA stand up to the next financial crisis that our top economists are saying is at our doorsteps? By allocating a percentage of your IRA into physical gold and silver with a tax-free rollover, you can diversify and safeguard your holdings from turbulent markets and economic downturns by putting your IRA back on the gold standard. Find out how to safeguard your assets with a tax-free rollover with a Genesis Gold IRA. The only IRA that can hold physical precious metals. Call now for your free gold and silver report. Protect your IRA today with one simple phone call and learn how to qualify for up to $10,000 in free silver. Call Genesis Gold Group, empowering faith-driven stewardship. 800-211-6008. That's 800-211-6008. Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. Paid for by Steel Man Pills. 800-965-1295. 800-965-1295. That's 800-965-1295. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Again, the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Filthy Tom Lawler is joining us here today. Poor Semper Vivi's under the weather. Well, we got a lot to get into here, Tom. And uh, for those of you listening live who are subscribers at WrestlingObserver.com or video.f4wonline.com, Vinny did a solo show last night, The Vinny Show. And uh, he did it right after Wrestle Kingdom. And it is up right now for audio and video subscribers. And uh, because yesterday was a very busy night, Observer Radio is tonight, late night, as usual on Wednesdays. It'll be Thursday this week. And the usual Brian and Vinny show will be uh, 9 Pacific, 
midnight Eastern. That's the plan. So uh, anyway, Tom, how much of this dome show did you see? I have seen virtually all of it except for the main event. Wow. Because I've been at the car dealership where they've had my car for a week. I spent $2,000 to fix it, and I start driving home, and the light's still on. Check engine system. So now I'm going to have to head back to the dealership, and someone's going to get their system checked by filthy Tom Lawler. Because not only am I upset about that, but I'm bitter. I'm mad because I had to sit home and watch a night of spectacular wrestling action in the Tokyo Dome instead of being there. But I digress. My mood my mood quickly changes when I think about the New Japan Rambo and one Hayato Jr. Fujita fighting in that Rambo. Wow. The best story in pro wrestling, if you know it. The man was diagnosed with a spinal tumor six years ago. He has made his way back to the ring. <clears throat> a protege of Kid Yamamoto, of all people, Brian. Yeah, that's true. It's all true. I didn't see the uh, Rambo. Well, he didn't He didn't make it to the final four. Mm. Yeah, Great Okan, Taiji Shimori, Toriyano, and Yo won the Rambo. And, uh, yeah, I was watching the end of Dynamite. And I don't regret it because of that Darby Allen match. We'll get to that later. So, uh, quick results from the show. I saw the first seven matches. TJP and Francesco Akira beat Clark Connors and Drilla Maloney. Kind of. To win the IWGP Junior Tag Team titles. And it's funny because, like, the, uh, you know, they come out and Clark and Drilla have got brand new belts. And they've got white straps, and they've got their white jackets and everything on. And the announcers are putting up, putting this big deal about how they just they just got brand new matching belts to go with their outfits. And then they proceeded to immediately lose the belts. And I was like, that sucks. To TJP, dressed as the Aswang. Yeah. Filipino, I probably said that way wrong, but Filipino bat monster. Of some sorts. He's got a creepy mask on. and <laughs> It was weird. Yeah. Didn't didn't really go that long. It was nine, nine minutes, 38 seconds. But, I mean, it was all right. I, I just, uh, and then that was, that was like the beginning of the rest of the show where it's like, if you wear white, it's going to be a bad night for you, brother. Because everybody wearing white from that point on, they just got beat. So then we had uh, the president of New Japan, Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Zack Sabre Jr., this was for the New Japan Television Championship, New Japan World. And, uh, of course, the first champion was Zack Sabre Jr. A title, Brian, that was introduced for younger wrestlers on the card yeah. in a faster-paced style. Yes. yes, One year ago. Zack won it a year ago. He never lost it. And then he goes in there with Tanahashi. And they had their usual very good match. I mean, it was only nine minutes, but, you know, the technical wrestling... It's so good. And then uh, they're trading cradles, and Tanahashi pinned him. So, in fact, Tanahashi, President Tanahashi, is now the television champion. Got to put the guy over. He's the president. I mean, come on. Then we had Yuya Uemura and Yota Suji. 
And, you know, Yoda Suji should have been in the main event defending the title, but he wasn't. But he's in here facing Yuya Uemura. And uh, he's got so much charisma, and he's so great. And then he gets beat. Yuya Uemura beats him in a big upset. And the crowd was like, huh? They were, like, shocked when Uemura pinned him. But uh, I think they I forget the number they said. They said something like, this is our 47th match together. I was like, golly. And after this, they said for the first time, Yuya Uemura is one step ahead of Yoda Suji. No, he's not. He just got a pin on him in one of their 47 matches. Hit him with the deadbolt. Listen, I like Yuya Uemura, but uh, he is not one step ahead of Yoda Suji right now. I'm sorry. Then we had House of Torture versus Shota Umino and... Kaito Kiyomiya, and it pretty much sucked. It's a house of torture match. Interference, gimmicks, all that crap. Did Dick Togo break out the chop? He did. He oh, did. He, he did. I, I, I missed I this mean, can match, I, say this I guess on I'm going to have air? to go back and watch. I don't think you can. Okay, I'll just say he did the Johnson to the Johnson is what he did. Is that all right? I should clear these things with the Dom. But, yeah. Then we had Tamatanga and Shingo. For the never open weight title. And uh, the thing with New Japan is like, sometimes it's just like, I just keep seeing the same thing over and over again. Like last year on this show, Tamatanga won the never open weight title. Well, a year later, Tamatanga won the never open weight title. This time he beats Shingo. This match ruled, by the way. Yes. This match was awesome. And it had great heat, it had great near falls. I mean, it was so good. Tamatanga looked great. Shingo's just unbelievable. The the counter that Tamatanga did into the gun stun from the Made in Japan yeah, was you know, insanity. I didn't know exactly what he was doing, but uh, like when he set up the uh, the Made in Japan, Tama had his arm in the wrong place. I should like the wrong it was a place. counter. It was a counter. I know. And so I, but when he first started doing the main Japan, I was like, why is this, why does he have his arm there? That looks weird. And then what the reason was he he uh he transitioned into the gun stun and he pinned him, won the never open weight title. This not with that. Awesome. That was no, like no, no, midway. No, that the was match. not yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a plenty more awesome counters. And then in a bizarre twist, Tomatong is leaving? I don't know, that's what they said here, but uh I was unaware of that. I guess he said that he is going to find a job closer to home. Mm. Well, he said it, but that doesn't mean... Bro, do you guys remember when uh, Juice Robinson was going to quit? He Jay came White. on this show! And then he actually ended up re-signing with New Japan. So, we'll, we'll see what the guy says and what he actually does. Then we had uh, El Desperado and Hiromu. Which uh, I didn't see these matches, but uh, Desperado uh, won the title. This match was awesome. Third time, as well, yeah. A lot of counters. They got right down to the business. Well, a lot of these matches only had ten to fifteen minutes. So, from what I've seen, I haven't seen the main event, but there was not a lot of long, drawn-out opening, you know, slow sequences. Everybody kind of got right down to action, and this match delivered. Desperado hit him with the most disgusting sit-out pinche loco like a pile driver before he finished him off with another one. And Desperado tries to lay his claim to being amongst the all-time IWGP junior heavyweight greats. 
like Satoru Sayama, Jushin Liger, Hiromu Takahashi. And uh, as I mentioned that, I want to say on commentary, I listened to both the Japanese and English, varying which match I was watching. But Rocky Romero was great. Walker Stewart was great. Out of all people, he reminds me of Brian. I don't know why, but he reminds me of listening to Jeff Osborne. Jeff Somehow. Osborne. Yeah, I don't. That? I don't know. Hook yeah. and shoot. Yes. <laughs> and uh, I just thought I thought everything that I saw on this show was great. All right, we'll be back in a moment with more Observer Live. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495-800-788-1495-800-788-1495. That's 800-788-1495. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-943-2153. 800-943-2153. 800-943-2153. That's 800-943-2153. This is a true sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, 
it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Hi, the show. Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Filthy Tom Lawler is here. We had David Finley. Beating Will Ospreay and John Moxley to win the IWGP Global Heavyweight Championship. Obviously, Will Ospreay is on the way out. He did the job here in this match. Finley is expected new champion. And uh, what did you think of this one? Chaos. Yeah. From start to finish, had a lot of the usual three-man tropes, although they did start off. Moxley and Will Ospreay both beating up David Finley like they promised to. But once it got down to action, there was a lot of creative spots. The War Dogs did a run-in seemingly to help Finley walk away with the title, but they were thwarted and were put through table by Will Ospreay. Alex Coughlin comically stuck in the table, sitting up like he's in the bathtub. And then Finley did win the title i thought he was going to win with the trash panda however he turned it into a new move i don't know the name but it was a new finish basically a stalling vertical suplex into a knee strike reminiscent of the gts in many ways and finley is your actually did you, watch, did you watch dynamite i watched some of it explain this move again he lifted him up for a vertical and then he put him down and hit a knee okay. to the face. Because somebody did some variation of that on Dynamite. And actually, there was a light CM Punk champ because it, it looked so much like the GTS. Who was that? Anyway. So, yeah, afterwards, uh, they were doing the press conference. And David Finley gets attacked by, of all people, Nick Nemeth. Well, he did get a Nick Nemeth's face ringside. Nemeth was sitting ringside with the other people from the Asian conglomerate of wrestling companies that they've recently put together in cooperation with and his New brother Japan. yeah they were both there and uh finley and he got into it there so looks like they're headed towards a title showdown for that global belt they sure are we had okada beating brian danielson as pretty much everybody expected given the finish of their first match and uh how was this one fantastic best match on the show Did- i presume was That's it better tough. than Shingo and Tamatanga? I, yeah, I was just going to say, I don't know, because Ta- Shingo and Tamatanga was fantastic. And it was like about 10 minutes shorter than this match. Um, although, I mean, this match was great, too. Danielson worked over the arm of Okada. Okada fired back with his big offense. He, he was desperate. He had a great desperation rainmaker at one point, and then he was able to capitalize later on with a flurry of offense, I believe a landslide, the 
Cobra Flosion, and then finally put him away with a, one last Rainmaker and got the win. And then the main event was Naito beating Sonata to win let, the IWGP. Yes. Also say, Brian, this Daniel, Brian Danielson fella. Yeah. He was kicking Okada as hard as humanly possible. This guy does not look like it's pleasurable to be in the ring with him whatsoever. Brutal this match was. Well, you know, I've I've heard that when you wrestle Brian Danielson, you better be ready to work. Because uh he is a machine. So uh That reminds me of something. I've heard you remember the IGF, the Enoki Genome yes. Federation? I've heard that many of those matches you were forced basically to shoot at the beginning. Mm. Right. And so it's very reminiscent of that in many ways. You gotta fight Brian Danielson. Full force. First says maybe this is why he keeps getting injured. Well, you know, there is a reason that it's worked. And that's because if you're gonna work a lot of matches, you don't see UFC fighters every week. They don't fight every week. Be a, be bad uh be a bad idea. Naito beats not in the main event, IWGP heavyweight title. Neither of us have seen it yet. I'm watching all of these matches uh, probably in about an hour, and uh, we'll do the full recap with Dave later on tonight. As noted, the uh, Vinny show, he recapped everything as well this morning, so you can check those out. But, hey, what I saw I really liked. And, yeah, uh, I, I heard the main event went off the rails and then got back on the rail and had how to go off the rails. a great last 10 minutes. Yeah. I don't like to hear things going off the rails. Brian says it was good, but not the best match on the show. DJ says it was sloppy. Brian says Naito can't do the Destino anymore. Well, the thing with the Destino is it's all the other guy, really. Like, you just got to go up, and the other guy does the rest. So uh, that would be on Sonata if uh, Destino didn't look good. So I'll watch it. I'll decide. Anyway, I'll get some other notes here, and then we'll talk about uh, Dynamite as well. Uh, The Rock... Returned on Raw, showed it 1.75 million viewers and a .60 in 18-49, which is uh, great. The competition, they had Michigan, Michigan and Alabama Rose Bowl at 27 million viewers, peaked at 32.8 million, for those of you that say people don't watch TV no more. And then there was another playoff game that had 18.4 million viewers. And uh, when The Rock showed up, the show jumped to 2.2 million viewers and a .79 in 18 to 49. A .79. Yeah. A lot of those football fans tuned over once the UFL chairman, The Rock, got out there. Good God, those are giant numbers. So uh, he ain't doing Australia. He's doing Mania. Okay, just so we all know. Start not getting the the girth in Perth. Hey, we might for someone else. Stardom announced their return three months away here to the U.S. It was announced they will be holding a show in Philadelphia Thursday, April 4th. It will be part of a WrestleCon at the former ECW Arena. So that's uh, part of WrestleMania weekend if you're going to uh, Philadelphia. If you can get there Thursday, get there Thursday. I can't get there Thursday, it's looking like. But uh, I'll be there for the weekend. That's how it's looking at this point. 
that we had a uh, Britt Baker interview where she was asked about, uh, where have you been? And she said, I think with our very passionate fans, they're very vocal with what they want, what they don't want, what they like, what they don't like. We listen, I listen. So if they're telling me they want more or less of something, okay, I hear you. A lot of them said, we want less Britt Baker. So if they want that, all right, that's what they'll get. Let me take a step back. Here's the rest of the women. Someone else take the ball, run with it, make the women's division about you. You be the face of the women's division. And when no one else could do that, I'll be there to pick up the pieces and do it all over again. That obviously was uh, in character. But uh, she has been out. And, uh, you know, Tony Khan keeps uh, saying she's injured. I don't know what the injury is because uh, I don't know if you guys are aware of this or not, but she was injured the entire time she was wrestling pretty much. She had that broken wrist, which she wrestled on for months and months and months. And then she had the back injury which she worked on for maybe even years, but months and months and months and months. So uh, she had the one match at All In, the four-way, and then she had a match with Statlander for the TBS title, and then that's it. So I don't know what's going on. Dude, her back has been an issue forever, and I have heard nothing about it being worse now. In fact, with all the time off, it should be better. Yes, Tom, your sources? Yeah, my sources indicate that it's a toothache. Oh, stop. You know, every dentist has her own dentist, right? You don't do your own dental work. That's what I hear. I mean, when I want to listen to a podcast, I don't listen to Vinny's. listen to my own. Wait, other way around? I screwed it up. Anyway, Brian Danielson also did an interview. And uh, so it used to be like this was his last year, which we all knew wasn't true anyway. But now he says that uh, once he becomes a part-timer, he wants to wrestle five to ten matches every year. Should he's we find doing... out how many matches he wrestled this year? He's going to do every big pay-per-view. Let's see here. Obviously, he did the tournament this year, so that kind of skewed everything. But... Uh... Let's see. Let's look at his matches by year. All right, here we go. I nope. bet you he's had 40 matches this year. No way. No way. All right, if we take out the Continental Classic, because that kind of skews it, right? No. Well, sure it does. That, no. He's not going to do the Continental Classic next year. There's five matches over the course of four, five, a month. Six, seven, eight. No, he actually had a pretty, pretty uh, full schedule. 2022. How many matches did he have, Brian? I don't know. You want me to count here on the air? Well, yeah, you me. asked me. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, oh 6, gosh. 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. 22 matches. Huh. He's going to cut it to 10. That's what he's saying. So there you go. He's not retiring, everybody. He's never going to. New Year's Evil. And that was counting the Continental Classic, by the way. Uh, 768,000 viewers and a .25 in 18 to 49, which is a very good number. Uh, the highest 18 to 49 since November 7th. And uh, third highest rating the show has done since September of 2020. So, man, I don't know why people were so excited about this show. I mean, it was kind of a big show, but they announced early on the main event wasn't going to take place, but still did a, a huge number, so... Back in a moment with Dynamite. 
Observer Live. What would you do if you had a broken bone? You'd go to the doctor and use your insurance, right? Well, what would you do if you have a serious problem with drugs and alcohol? Most people do nothing until it's way too late. Your insurance can help you get clean and sober with the assistance of a place like the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Many times, addiction treatment is fully covered. So why not use your insurance to treat your addiction problem just like you would if you had a broken bone? And with the Family Medical Leave Act, you're allowed to take time off by law and your employer doesn't need to know the reason. So there are two good reasons. You've got insurance you can use for your addiction problem, and with the Family Medical Leave Act, it's completely confidential. Call now, 800-771-4125. That's 800-771-4125. 800-771-4125. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-913-9739. 800-913-9739. That's 800-913-9739. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. We're in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Dynamite! Open up with a Samoa Joe promo. They better not have this guy be a transitional champion. He's so great. He cut this awesome promo. And uh, talked about how, MJF, you embarrassed me. You cheated. 
So I showed up in your neighborhood in front of your friends and family. I took everything from you. The world isn't big enough for the two of us, and I will always take what's mine. It's awesome. I don't know why he wasn't there live. Maybe they gave him a vacation. But that was a great promo. Then we had Adam Cole in the Undisputed Kingdom. Doesn't he drive an ice cream truck on the weekends? Weekdays? What are you talking about? Isn't he in Twisted Metal? Oh. One of these things Wasn't he again? Sweet Tooth? One of these days this guy's going to get his hands on you? Brian, he was in the series. Was he? Hmm. Yes. Oh, anyway, he was an actor. That's not what he's doing on the weekends. It's not a weekend anyway, you idiot. What is he going to do? Get his hands on me and shame on me, you. Give me a residual check for promoting his show. Shame on you. Adam Cole and the Undisputed come out. Tarati, Kingdom, Wardlow. This poor, poor Adam Cole can barely even get in the ring. Hobbling in there with this brace that goes all the way up to his knee or this uh, walking boot. And uh, they do the promo. And he essentially says, you know, everybody, you guys chant. He's your scumbag, but he actually is a scumbag, and he's a horrible person. And one of these days, you're all going to thank me for what I did to him. The locker room's going to thank me. One of these days, Tony Khan is even going to thank me. MJF is gone, and he's never coming back, he says. You guys cheering for this guy? You wouldn't even be cheering or chanting for him without me. I saved his title reign, and I also ended it. He's getting tons of heat. Shut the F up, Chance. And he goes, uh... We're all going to win gold here. He says the kingdom going to win the tag titles. Roddy's going to win the, uh, I think he said the international title. And then he says, Wardlow is going after the world title, and he's going to win it. And then when I am recovered and healthy, he's just going to forfeit that belt to me. And Wardlow has this look on his face like, I guess I will. We know how that goes. Sometimes we have the same storylines in multiple, like, this is a Luchasaurus thing. Like, there's a big guy, and the little guy wants him to win the title for him and then give it to him. And anyway, he said, we're sick and tired of waiting for things to change. We started a new chapter, and the devil is here to stay. So Switchblade comes out, and he says, you know, I was impressed with what you did, but I don't like being collateral damage in this whole thing. You jumped me when I was alone, but I'm not alone now. So the guns and Switchblade hit the ring. They're getting overwhelmed, but the Acclaimed run down to make the save. So we have the Acclaimed and Bullet Club Gold working together. And uh, I guess we'll see what happens. Is, is Jay White going babyface? Or is this just a thing to do for the uh, time being? They were getting pretty, you know, at least mixed reactions. Yeah. For a large portion of the time uh, after he debuted, because they were w- once he introduced Card Blade yes. as a mo- as a permanent member of the stable, yes. things get a little bit wacky. It's kind of tough to boo a guy when Juice Robinson's carting around a six foot tall uh, piece of cardboard out there. So I wouldn't be surprised if they turn him. And you get the good feel good story when the was guns it ever explained why Daddy Jay White. Reunite- came out with a giant cardboard cutout of himself he was missing he was gone for a week but then he returned and they, ha- and they yeah so they but just kept card- bringing it to the ring yeah card blade was so over he stayed okay then we had uh eddie kingston video package and a daniel uh, garcia promo and let me tell you something between daniel garcia's uh post show press conference appearance and this promo package here 
Like, I was so irritated when this was over because I was like, he's losing in the main event. And God, like, this was like, I don't know, man. I watched this and I thought, all right, you know what? It's time to do something with this Daniel Garcia. So let's not put him in a match he has to lose. Let's go with this guy. But in fact, he was put in a match that he had to lose. We had Orange Cassidy, Dante Martin. Very good match. Good heat. Uh, this was where uh, it was a powerbomb into a GTS that got the light CM Punk chant. And then uh, they traded near falls. Orange hit the punch, got the pin. It was a very good match. And then they shook hands. And then I think somebody messed up backstage because they're playing Orange's music. And then they randomly play Top Flight's music. And you can see everybody in the ring is like, yeah. That's Bryce not the right is, music. Bryce is told him to shake hands again, and Orange is like, what? <laughs> they're, they're totally confused. <laughs> and then they hit a different song, which is Private Party's music. So I think somebody hit the wrong music. And so Private Party comes out. Mark Quinn is back, and they are putting everybody on notice. They want to become tag champs in 2024. So we had a Tony Storm promo with Renee, and uh, she said she belongs on Broadway, not New Jersey. I am leaving, she says, to go to his seance. Mariah May is wrestling next, and she's asked if she's going to wrestle or she's going to watch her match, and Tony says, I don't watch wrestling. And so she leaves. She will not see them. Add a House of Black promo on FTR. So here's the story, everybody. If the House of Black beats FTR, FTR must leave their families. They must move out. And they will be the new family for the House of Black. So, yes. That's one pay, one hell of a payoff. Sure is. I hope we get that. Then we had uh, Swerve and Nana promo with Daniel Garcia. And Swerve, about the match with Daniel Garcia. And Swerve says he's going after Samoa Joe's title, which pretty much everybody expected. And then, yes, here we go. After all this time... Mariah May finally debuted versus Queen Aminata. And uh, Queen Aminata got a big pop. And uh, am I going to get heat for this? I thought Queen Aminata looked better than Mariah May did in this match. Am I the only one? Am I? Am I in trouble? Well, I think she did. But Mariah May won with the May Day. And uh, after afterwards, Renee goes to interview her. She says she couldn't believe she won her AEW debut. And she says she hopes Miss Tony Storm is uh, proud of her. It's all about me, she says. My only regret, I had to do this in New Jersey. Hit that music! It's not Mercedes, however. It was Deanna Parazzo. She makes her debut, and uh, she tells... Tell, tells... Mariah, she has a message for Tony. Doesn't matter where you run or where you hide, I'm going after you, because I'm all elite. And Mariah says, well, I'm not the messenger, so tell her yourself. Witch. And she slaps her, and Renee got the hell out of there. And then Deanna beat her behind and sent her packing. So Deanna debuted yesterday, and... uh I'd expect that Mercedes debut sooner rather than later. Christian Killswitch, Nick Wayne, Shayna Wayne came out for an interview. And uh, it was long. Christian thanked everybody. 
Shayna said, I can't believe you would boo a mother. And then the big thing at the end was that Christian is now still the TNT champion. Oh, I, I guess the key he was. He did not yeah, thank He's everyone. thanking everybody, but then it's time for the thank kill switch, and he stands in front of him, and he goes, I got one more person to thank. But then he reveals that he thanked, he's thanking himself. So uh, I will say that now that uh, you know Jungle Boy is not the devil, well, I do think that this is leading to Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus reuniting as a babyface tag team. I don't know when it's going to happen, but they're clearly setting up that Luchasaurus split. They're the faces of AW now and forever. We had uh, Renee with Ruby, Saray, and Harley. I don't know what is going on with the storyline, but I think Harley is essentially a submissive to Saraya. I mean, she obviously is, but for a while it looked like she was hitting on her, and then Ruby leaves, well, and Saraya tells Harley, "Be quiet! You're being too obvious." I'm like, okay, well, it's so obvious. I don't know what's going on, but that's all right. So then we had Takeshita and Darby Allen. Bro, this match was so awesome. Because Takeshita is a 240-pound, like, horse. Thoroughbred. And Darby is a very, very small guy willing to take anything. And my God, it was just like, you know... I don't know, man. It was just awesome match. And then finally there at the end, Darby demanded a series of knees. Takesha killed him, pinned him. Absolutely phenomenal match. And so apparently the story is this. Darby is legitimately going to climb Mount Everest, or he's going to try. It's not some storyline. And so after the last pay-per-view, when they said that he's getting on a flight to go climb Mount Everest... That actually wasn't true. The, the climb is like going to be in the spring or something like that. But he what he did fly to like Nepal or wherever he went. Someone actually said it might have been China, but wherever he's he flew somewhere to train. Like he's he's up climbing and like training to climb Mount Everest. And apparently, he was in uh, some hut on a mountain, and uh, and he watched the entire Continental Classic, and just was like fired up and he came back and he was offered this match with Takeshita and man he just was like you never seen a guy like this man well, he took ruled. a beating at the pay-per-view as well yeah but this was so, this was something different this was a one-on-one -on -one singles match with an awesome guy and they just had such a great match then we had Vikingo Brian Cage Trent Brian Keith number one contender to Eddie Kingston the triple crown and uh Honestly, I thought Cage was going to win because, like, they gave him everything in this match. He was a standout performer in this match. But then uh, Trent pinned Keith to win the match. So it's Trent against Eddie Kingston for the Triple Crown coming up. And then we had uh, Swerve and Daniel Garcia. Saturday. And uh, this, was a, this was a good match. I would call it a great match, but it was really good. Uh, they worked very hard. But we did have a, a spot where... Garcia tries to do the dragon tamer on a table, but he slipped. They both fell off the table. And this AEW crowd actually chanted loudly, you effed up, which uh, it's been a while since I heard that one. And then uh, he hit the stomp. Garcia kicked out. 
In a desperation crucifix, Swerve hit another house call. JML driver pinned him. So Swerve wants a handshake afterwards. But Nana sneaks in. Hits a low blow. Daddy Magic is doing commentary. He's had enough. Actually, he might have just been out at ringside. But anyway, he hits the ring. Goes after Swerve. Swerve kicks him low. And then Nana does the promo saying we're looking at the next AW World Heavyweight Champion. And then Hangman's music hits. He hits the ring for a brawl. They have this huge fight. Crowd chants let them fight. And it's broken up. Which left me, uh, I don't know, man. I don't know what's going on. Because Swerve beat this guy twice. Including in, in a, uh, a stipulation match. Hangman's, uh, you know, the Texas death match. And, like, I don't think there's any way he's beaten him three times in a row. So I'm wondering if they're doing, like, another match and Hangman's going to beat him and Hangman's going to go after Joe for the title or something like that. And they're doing, like, a year-long build to Swerve winning that title or something. So, I don't know. I guess we'll find out. Back in a moment, Observer Live. President Biden recently released a massive $6 trillion budget, the largest budget in U.S. history. And guess who pays the bill? That's right, you, the American taxpayer. American citizens and business owners will be paying more taxes. That's a fact. And if you owe back taxes, they will be coming after you to collect payments. In fact, President Biden also hired thousands more IRS agents to go after you. If you got a letter from the IRS and you know you owe back taxes or you haven't filed in years, don't put your head in the sand. Call us today. We've saved our customers millions of tax dollars. One quick, free phone call will show you how we can reduce your past tax bill and save you thousands. Guaranteed, or you pay nothing. Call now. 800-949-0039. 800-949-0039. That's 800-949-0039. Paid for by the Tax Helpline. Everyone watches more than five hours of television. Really? And that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish, you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television. We are Dish TV. 800-293-0328. 800 That's 800-293-0328. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. 
People who have felt your pain, they know what you're going through. This has to stop. I I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Donna Del Mondo's broken up. What's the update, Tom? Julia has announced that Donna Del Mondo will disband. The once mighty stardom faction is no more. Rumors are... Julio be going to NXT. Oh man, my favorite show. But we'll see. Maybe not I this can week. neither I can neither confirm nor deny that. I was just on the old I, I was taking some X. And that's what I saw. I can't wait till everybody has to watch NXT now. You'll all see everybody. You'll all see. Man, I had a big argument with somebody here yesterday about my seven straight segments of non-talking and unidentified people. I'm just trying to help. I'm trying to help, okay? Listen, I've had, you know, we've had people here. I've had other people that tried to get into NXT. Lance quit after one show. Lenny forced himself to watch for a month. He's not watching anymore. And it was like the same thing from everybody. It's like, I don't know who anybody is. I can't keep track. And I'm, I'm trying to get that remedy, but no one wants to listen to me. I'm just trying to do my best. Nobody wants to watch NXT. To help this big, this great business. Is that what you're telling me? Brian, yeah. Brian, Brian and Vinny don't watch NXT? No, we watch it. Oh. I'm talking about other people here. The show is not kind to new folks, Lenny said. I know. That Listen, I watch every single show, and even I had to pause during that seven straight talking segments. Like, what is this? Pro oh, that's right. I remember the name now. Like, Edris Nofe and, and Molly Blade. Nobody said their name. They weren't identified on screen. They didn't say their own names. Like, come on! I'm out of here! Talk to you tonight, Wrestling Observer Live.